Welcome to Mary's Cup of Tea, the self-love podcast for women. I'm your host, Mary Jolkowski, an author, speaker, and all-around self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that will inspire you to love yourself. Hello, self-lover. Before we dive into today's podcast episode, I want to make sure you know about my two books on self-love. If you're struggling with body image or self-acceptance, then I highly recommend you check out my first book, The Gift of Self-Love. It's a comprehensive workbook to help you build confidence, recognize your worth, and learn to love who you are. Thousands of people have this book and the five-star reviews are so amazing. They give me so much life. So I hope that this is something that can help you too. You can get it wherever books are sold by searching for The Gift of Self-Love or go to my website, maryscupoftea.com slash book. After releasing The Gift of Self-Love and reading all your positive feedback, I realized that we really needed something to keep us going every single day. So not a deep dive workbook, but maybe like a micro dose of self-love in your daily life, which is why I wrote 100 Days of Self-Love. It's a guided journal with, you guessed it, 100 prompts that cover so many areas of life, including body, identity, purpose, emotions, mindset, relationships, and more. So you can really think of it as a metaphorical multivitamin, something to keep you going, or as I like to say, growing on your self-love journey. You can get this journal wherever books are sold as well by searching for 100 Days of Self-Love or go to maryscupoftea.com slash journal. It's my mission to share all the self-love tea with you, so I hope that both my books and this podcast can do just that. Binge eating is something that ruined my life for almost a decade. I struggled with bulimia on and off, and for those of you who have experienced that or know about it, one big aspect of bulimia is not just restricting and purging, but also binging. And that piece of binging, even after I was like in recovery, like feeling like I was finally nourishing my body, feeling like I was understanding what it meant to accept myself and not chase after this perfect image that I had always wanted, I still felt like the binge eating piece never clicked for me until I started telling myself this one thing. And just a quick backstory, I went into recovery in late 2016 and there was a lot going on in my life. So I moved to a different country. I started a new school. I was in a new relationship. And all through this, I was just trying to find my stride in recovery. And I kept doing that dance, that that cha-cha, where it was like one step forward and then two steps back until eventually the cha-cha turned into one step back and then two steps forward. But even through all of this, it was really hard for me to get out of that That endless cha-cha, honestly, like even if ultimately it was pushing me forward, I was so sick and tired of the emotional roller coaster that binge eating would put me on. I knew in my head that I had to stop restricting to stop binge eating, but every single time it felt like binge eating was the part that was the most devastating, the most shame-filled, the thing that would just set me back the most and get me sent back into that spiral of self-flagellation and and self-loathing. So I feel very passionately about overcoming binge eating, 
not because it was a big part of my life, although it was, but really because I feel like it's symbolic to so much of how we operate, how we live our lives, how we keep getting fed this message to restrict and keep going and keep fighting and keep pushing. And then we blame ourselves when we resist it, when we lash out, when we want to feed ourselves a lot to compensate. So there's a lot that I had to learn about like what was going on with my brain, what was going on with my body, biochemically, metaphysically, like there was so much there. So as I'm in recovery, doing this cha-cha, sometimes it's a forward moving cha-cha, other times it's a backward moving cha-cha. And even years into recovery where I'm like, okay, like I am starting to understand this. I'm starting to get the hang of this. At the very least, I'm not punishing myself. However, I would still have occasional binges or even like that compulsive emotional overeating. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I have nothing against emotional eating. I don't think it's as bad, as scary as people make it seem. But I felt like food was the one thing that I always turned to when I was stressed out. And I would be home alone living with my parents. And if they weren't there, I would just like go in the fridge and like frantically start eating. And nobody wants to feel like that. I'm not saying that stress eating is good or bad. I think it's like a totally valid human way to cope. But because I was doing this like so often and there were still elements of secrecy and shame within that, I just knew that it wasn't healthy for me. So it wasn't until I started telling myself, what if I just let myself binge? What if I just let myself eat all the food in large quantities and cereal and butter. There's so many little binge foods that I had. What if I just ate the whole goddamn bag of chips and fuck it? What if I let myself do it? And what if I didn't let it mean anything about me? And it wasn't until I started giving myself that type of self-talk that I was able to let go of binge eating for good. Like I literally don't remember the last time that I binged because it's been so many years. I don't remember the last time I felt this frantic energy around food. It's it's like non-existent. And you know how they say like, there's no such thing as overnight success. It's like, there's all these things happening to lead to that overnight when you finally have, you know, the big break. That's kind of how it is with recovery and binge eating, at least how it was for me. Like, even though it was this one shift, I think I had to have gone through all the different variations, the pseudo recovery, all those cha-chas, the the cycles, the mistakes, the self-compassion, the therapy. Like I needed to go through all parts of that recovery firstly so that I would have the capacity for this type of self-compassion of like, what if I just binge ate and it meant absolutely nothing about me and I just... It's what I do. I just eat large quantities of food when I'm alone or sad or stressed. Like, what if I just did it, right? Right. 
Hey self-lovers, before we continue on with today's episode, I wanted to let you know that my online course Beyond Body is currently on sale for over 75% off. Beyond Body is a four-week crash course program that I created for those who are done battling with food and body image struggles, and you want to learn how to find self-worth outside of your appearance. So this is, originally it was a four-week program, but now it's fully self-study and self-paced. And there's over 16 hours of lessons, including audio and video content. There's self-love workbooks to go with every section. There are four online retreat recordings, bonus guest interviews, and bonus guided meditations. So right now, Beyond Body is on sale for $47. So if you're interested and you want to check it out and sign up, you can go to maryscupoftea.com slash BB, like the letters beyond body, to take advantage of the sale and commit to your self-love journey stat. Again, this is kind of like a crash course. So if you do everything, all the tools that I offer in Beyond Body and you go through it in a month or two, you will have a better relationship with food and your body image. So again, that's maryscupoftea.com slash BB to take advantage of this giant sale. I hope to see you on the other side. I had to have a certain level of self-love in order to do that in the first place. And it was like a magical time because it really did feel like overnight I stopped binge eating as soon as I told myself that I was allowed to do it. And I think the logic behind this is multi-layered. I think firstly, it's about letting go of that shame, just being like, okay, this isn't like the worst way ever to cope. This isn't anything to feel awful about. This is, you're just eating food. Like who the fuck cares? Like taking that huge weight off of it. And it's one of those things that like the more energy and focus and attention and the more you resist, the more it will persist. So if you keep trying to tell yourself, like, I need to stop, I'm going to use willpower, like, you've already done all of that. You already tried the diets, you already tried the willpower, you already tried the intuitive eating, but stopping when I'm full and eating only when I'm hungry. You've already tried the strict rules, you tried the arbitrary rules, you tried the spiritual, okay, in tune, you've tried faking it, you've tried those things. And so for me, the only thing that I did not do was just let myself do it. Just let myself binge. And as soon as I said, okay, Mary, like, here you go, binge this box of cereal. Like my brain and my body was just like, why? (laughs) I don't want to. Now that I can, I don't want to. And I think this is where we get like very like primal. I don't know. It's like telling a toddler no. They start rebelling, they start kicking and screaming and throwing a tantrum. And I think we do the same thing. Like, if you tell me no, I'm going to want that thing more. But as soon as I heard like a yes, and it's okay, and utmost self-compassion, and me to me, I'm here for you, that's when it just kind of shifted in me. I was like, all right, like, 
I can do it, but now it's not that appealing. The novelty factor wore off. The tabooness, the like admiring something or wanting something that you can't have, like all of that just like faded away literally with that one sentence self-talk. But the catch is that you have to be very authentic with it. And like I said, for me, it was like, going through recovery, knowing these things, like really having this be as the last resort. So maybe you have to kind of get there. Like you have to get to a point where you're like, I don't care. Like throw my hands up in the air. I've tried everything else. Like, let me just try this. So perhaps this is not something that will work if you're like early on in your journey, but I invite you to try it at least an experiment. Like I said, you've probably tried a lot of other things. So if you're struggling with binge eating or anything for that matter. This is where I get really passionate about what I talk about in terms of like food and body image and self-love and how expansive it is into other areas of your life. Like what else are you resisting? What else are you beating yourself up for that is not that bad? Like, are you spending hours of your day self-flagellating over that one cringy thing you said last week? Are you beating yourself up for sleeping in or taking a midday nap or not having the energy to do the dishes? Like, are you wasting your energy doing that? And what would happen if you just surrendered to it? What would happen if you stopped resisting? Because that thing will probably stop persisting the second that you just like let go go. The second you say like, you know what? It's okay. I don't have to do the dishes right now. And for me personally, that only motivates me to do the dishes. Like I'm only like, all right, well, it's just going to take me 10 minutes and I'll feel so much better afterwards. Like that's a different type of energy, different type of self-talk, a different way to motivate yourself. But it's also completely okay if if you don't do the dishes, if you don't have the energy, if you just cut yourself some slack and like let yourself do that not so great thing that probably isn't even as bad as you make it out to be in your mind. And for me, eating food, like, hello, we all need food, but eating food and like what I thought to be too much, like large quantities, and often, unfortunately, to the point where I felt physically ill and (laughs) unable to breathe. Of course, that isn't healthy to do all the time over time, But the only way I stopped was by telling myself that, you know what, like, it's not that bad. Like, it's okay. Like, if this is all I know right now, just giving myself the break, letting myself binge. I don't know if it's some like weird reverse psychology thing, but it worked. I just stopped. I don't know how else to explain it. So I wanted to do this rather short and sweet episode to see if it's something that could help you try it. Let me know see where else it can apply in your life, see if there's other things you're beating yourself up over and just getting barricaded in blankets of shame for absolutely no reason for what, doing the best you can with what you have and what you know, like, come on, you're doing great. And all this stuff that feels so consuming now, it will pass but it'll pass through you a lot more easily if you take a breath and give it that energetic space to move. If you're like tight like this and trying to push it away and trying to resist and use willpower and and manipulation and all this trickery that we try to do with ourselves, then guess what? You you feel that like tightness in my voice. It's just going to like permeate through you harder. It's just going to like 
get stuck in your body and your mind and your brain. It's going to become obsessive. I'm wondering if there's some way that we can just like, "Ah, all right, fuck it. (laughs) I'm going to binge and see if that energy, that urge to binge, right? Because all it is is a dysregulated nervous system really needing to be taken out somewhere to get re-regulated. Unfortunately, the the method and the vehicle might not be like the most supportive thing ever, but it's it's what feels the most accessible and the easiest in that moment. So I'm I'm wondering if we can just like take a moment to let that urge like pass through you and you might still want to act on that urge. Again, depending on like where you're at in your journey, what's going on, it's obviously all so unique and intricate. Or maybe that urge to binge just needed to be felt. Like maybe you just needed to acknowledge it and say, okay, like, thank you so much for that. You can do that if that's what you think is best. (laughs) Brain, body, like I can binge if that's what I need to do. And just like, tell yourself like it's okay and give yourself that unconditional permission. And just out of curiosity, again, because you got nothing to lose, see if that might be an alternative and if that might work. So I'm going to keep this episode short because I do tend to ramble on here. I just really like talking about this stuff. And then my brain starts going on all these tangents, trying to piece together this puzzle of life. But with that, I am going to share that my online course, Beyond Body, it's a program. It's created to be like a four-week program to help you move through body image struggles. We do address some of the food issues, the anxiety around food, the binge eating, that vicious diet cycle. But really, it's about coming into full acceptance with your body And it's called Beyond Body because the last module is about self-love and expanding that into just confidence in yourself as a whole. So that online course Beyond Body is on a huge, huge sale right now. It's like 70% off. I put it up on my website at maryscupoftea.com slash bb like the letters BB that stand for Beyond Body, maryscopatee.com slash BB, and you'll see that this four-week program is on sale. It's fully self-study, self-paced. You get access to, I think it's over 16 hours of course content. There are some previous workshops that I've hosted that were recorded, filmed, and put into that course workbooks, like very strategic integrative homework to go with every single module. And all the modules are audio. So if you like a podcast, if you like this format, if you want to dive in a bit deeper and maybe have like a more step-by-step program, then I highly recommend you go to maryscupoftea.com slash BB to check out my course, Beyond Body, a four-week program for healing body image struggles. I've already had hundreds of people go through this and there are some really, really heartfelt and moving testimonials on that website. So if you want to see a little bit of what that experience is like, again, maryscopatee.com slash BB will take you there. You can learn all about it, see the module breakdown, read the testimonials, just see if it's something you might be interested in because it's on a big sale to give you some support as we lead into the summer months, which can often be extra tough on body image. So that sale will be running for the next couple of weeks at maryscopatee.com slash BB. 
And that's all for now. I hope to see you in Beyond Body, or at the very least, in next week's podcast episode. Hope this helps. One last thing before we farewell, my self-lovers. If you've been enjoying the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review on Apple or rate the show on Spotify. You can do this by searching for the show, Mary's Cup of Tea. Scroll all the way down on Apple Podcasts and you'll see stars where you can click one of the stars and leave a few kind words. It just means so much to me because I'm so behind the scenes when I'm podcasting, so I don't really get to see the impact of the show unless you leave a review. And on Spotify, there's just a button that says rate the show and it'll let you put however many stars you want. Your feedback helps the podcast grow. And as someone whose love language is words of affirmation, your kind words mean the world to me. Thank you so much for supporting the show and helping me spread the gift of self-love. I love you all so much and I will talk to you in next week's episode.